Previously on Myth, Tarot, Love, we examined the Seven of Pentacles and the Goddesses of Childbirth. On today's show, we'll be looking at the Eight of Pentacles and the God Hephaestus. Myth and Tarot, where do the ideas go? Let's talk about stories, cards, and pentacles, and all of the above. Welcome to Myth Tarot Love, a show about ancient stories and new aged wisdom. I'm Biddy, your expert in classics. And I'm Rose, your resident tarot practitioner. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're talking about the Eight of Pentacles today, mm-hmm. which is a fun card. And by fun, I mean it's all work and no play. Oh. <laughs> but it's not necessarily work that's unpleasant, per se. Okay. But it can include unpleasant work also. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we talked about a card, another card that involved some work in with it, and that was the Three of Pentacles, if you remember. It involved, um, it involved the kind of work where, like, everything's just flowing together and you're you're relying on um on skills from the past and perhaps you're even an apprentice in it but you're doing something that's kind of creative and expressive mm-hmm. right um this is a different kind of work so this isn't so much the work that's creative or expressive this is more the work of mastery mm. so where the 3 of pentacles is doing something for the enjoyment of it this is more doing something to have pride in good work. Um, I would say it's almost like the the comparison between the apprentice and the master. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, what is the difference between the apprentice and the master? I don't know. When, yeah, I don't know. The master <laughs> has failed more times than the apprentice has tried. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's a quote. I didn't make that up. Um, but I really like it, and I think it really fits with the eight of pentacles Mm -hmm. um yeah so basically i'm gonna first describe this card we've got a man who is working like with a hammer and a nail on a pentacle so it kind of looks like he's etching it Mm -hmm. like he's he's working on on the design of the pentacle if you will and uh so he's definitely a a worker it kind of looks like he's wearing some sort of uh garb that protects him from from his work. Like, it's not exactly an apron. It might it's be like, like a smock, kind of. Yeah, like maybe like a blacksmith's kind of apron, yeah. but not quite. I don't really know what the, the wording is of this. I feel like someone who's more historically uh, accurate of this particular period, time period, would be able to tell me more about this. Um, but either way, he definitely looks like a worker and he is working with his hands. He's actually sitting down. Um, which I think is interesting because I feel like this this shows that it it's hard work, but it's more detail work than it is like actual physical labor. Um, like the Seven of Pentacles, I think kind of talked a little bit more about physical labor, whereas this one, the Eight of Pentacles, is talking more about um, like meticulous work. Yeah, meticulous work, like like really focusing on those details and making sure that it's. Um, that everything is just right. Mm-hmm. Um, in the background, you actually see a church, which I think is interesting because the Three of Pentacles had someone who was working like oh, on yeah. a church, on building a church. 
So I think that's kind of cool that they they have a church in the background. I like that connection. Yeah. I I feel like that definitely connects the Eight of Pentacles to the Three of Pentacles. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to talk about my favorite symbol of all, and that is the fact that there are six pentacles climbing up a tree trunk. Mm. Um, And what's cool about this is that you don't actually see the leaves of this tree trunk. You know it's a tree trunk because it's got like a bunch of knots and stuff. Um, along it and this is all along the right side of the card which um, normally I will associate the right side of cards with the future and moving towards the future and it's almost like there's this barrier that's built up between the man's work and the future and it's not so much that it's stopping him from reaching the future it's almost like he's changed like his focus is entirely on where he is right now and the way that the pentacles are just climbing up that tree trunk, I feel it's like it's it's like his work is not so much it's it's definitely just growing. It's growing upwards and onwards and he's not really focused on that end result, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about the process. And I love the symbol of a tree trunk and not the leaves because it's just focusing on the little minuscule details. Like you don't even see the whole trunk. You're just seeing, like, the part of the trunk that he, that is immediately, like, in his view. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and if you know about a tree trunk, it's, it, it, it definitely imagine, I imagine the rings that are growing around it year after year and how it's definitely this process of continually growing and becoming stronger and stronger every single year. Um, and it's a slow process. It's not something that happens quickly. It's definitely something that takes a lot of time and a lot of work um, and a lot of dedication. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's actually quite a few things that this kind of work uh, can mean when this card shows up. So got to get my notes out. <laughs> yeah, so uh, one of the things it can mean is... Uh, that this is kind of a spiritual working moment, hmm. right? So uh, just kind of getting lost in your work is can can actually bring a lot of joy as well because you're kind of separating yourself from, from what is physical and you're being connected with a more spiritual um, sense. Uh, it can also mean that if you keep working hard, you will have success, right? So this card shows up. Um, normally to sign like in a reading so if you get this card it's signifying a lot of hard work and that can that can depending on where it's showing up that might mean like if this is your answer it means that you have a lot of hard work that you need to keep doing Um, it might also be signifying hey you've been doing a lot of hard work right and you got to keep it up Um, but it is saying that through hard work there will be success Mm. Um, there is a there is another card in the deck that talks about hard work that doesn't lead to success. Um, so it's a wand one, isn't it's it? It's a wand. Yeah, one. I've gotten that one. Yeah, that one's yeah. not a fun one to get. <laughs> we'll talk about that one later, but this one does lead to success. Um, the Pentacles uh, hard work card is definitely a good a good omen to have. Um, it can also mean that like notice how the man is by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might mean that you need to kind of uh, go more within yourself and uh, work alone, if you will. So it's not so much working with people where the Three of Pentacles was perhaps working with others. Um, The Eight of Pentacles is more focused on mastery of a skill. 
Okay. Could it also then signify, um, like, working on something in yourself? It can. It can signify working on yourself. Um, Like, it is kind of hermit-like, right? So there is this sense of, like, hard work. Um, You'll have a sense of, like, almost enlightenment through it, uh, a sense of mastery. But it would have to involve, like, actual hard work. It's not just... Um, it's not just the hermit okay. um, who would who would be able to achieve that through meditation and self-reflection. Mm-hmm. This one is actually through um, conscious effort. Okay. Um, there's definitely a lot of dedication and perseverance that's required in order to achieve the kind of success that the Eight of Pentacles um, brings. Um, another thing it can talk about is the learning process, but not just learning it's learning by doing. Hmm. Um, so uh, I really like how Adotero t- talks about the Confucian proverb, I see and I forget, I hear and I remember, I do and I understand. Um, because that is something that definitely can also be signified by this Eight of Pentacles. It can say, hey, if you want to learn something, you're going to have to do it. Hmm. Um, so if, if this is showing up as your helper and you're asking a question about... Um, about insight it might be this this card might be saying something along the lines of well if you want to learn what is needed to be learned you are going to have to do it you're going <laughs> like to have, physically do yeah. the yeah you're gonna actually have to do the work yourself mm-hmm. in order to learn it um there there are no shortcuts to be had in the eight of pentacles mm-hmm. Unfortunately, because <laughs> we often try to look for the shortcuts or the easier ways. But with the Eight yeah. of Pentacles, it's just success through doing your job and doing it well. Um, that's another thing. There's like, since there are no shortcuts to be had in the Eight of Pentacles, you really have to pay attention to those details. So if this card shows up as an obstacle, like, because all cards have kind of a, a negative side to them, if you will. Um, but if this card shows up as an obstacle, it I would say that, you know, perhaps um, sometimes it could mean you're working too hard. Um, but more often it will mean like you can't take shortcuts in order to achieve yeah. what you want. Yeah. Which is hard to hear sometimes. Like you just want to get, especially if you have a goal in mind, you just kind of want to get there. Yeah. Uh, when it when it's showing up as an obstacle, that mm-hmm. can be. It's just like more hard work. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna like more hard work, but it's it's not it's not hard work for nothing. Yeah, and it's hard work that you enjoy. Hopefully, hopefully, it might mean like it, as an obstacle, it could mean you're working harder than you have to, mm. right? Or it could also mean that perhaps you're enjoying your hard work too much and it's stopping you from getting to where you want to. I would I would use the other mm. cards as. Um, to see what this card in particular uh, is trying to say as an obstacle, but generally it's pretty straightforward. Okay. Um, it, you know, it can have that learners, uh, it, it can appear as like a learner, it can also appear as like um, paying attention to details, but most of, mostly it just means hard work and um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, craftsmanship as well uh, and pride mm-hmm. in good work mm-hmm. as well uh, there's definitely a lot of pride to be had in being the master mm-hmm. and and sometimes making those mistakes and learning from your mistakes is definitely a big front 
big part of that as well, right? Because mm-hmm. when you're doing things and you're making the mistakes, you learn so much more than if everything just goes smoothly and it's easy for you. Yes. Yeah. You tend to remember a lot more the failures than mm-hmm. the successes, <laughs> <laughs> which might be the reason why we have those failures, huh? Mm. If you believe in the everything happens for a reason concept. Yeah. <laughs> to learn from them, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um. So... I'm excited to hear about Hephaestus. Yes. When I see this card, and even in my, my own deck, I see, you know, again, this blacksmith is working hard at the forge, and I can't, you know, think about anyone other than the god of... <laughs> of well, forging. Of forging and, and of um, metal... Metal... Metal smithery. <laughs> Metallurgy and blacksmiths. Oh, that, there we go. I think I was putting those those words together there. Yeah. Um, but Possibly yeah. also because he's holding a hammer in the Eight of Pentacles, right? Exactly, yeah. And that's one of his attributes, too. Um, so Hephaestus is, again, just backtracking now, he is god of the forge, metallurgy, blacksmiths, as well as the fire. And the Roman equivalent is Vulcan. So we get, you know, the word volcano and think of all fire and lava and all that good stuff. Um, So, yeah, so I'm going to go into a bit of his um, history and some stories about him. Um, There are two possibilities of his parentage. The first is that he is the son of Zeus and Hera. The other is that he is the full son of Hera. So Hera was, again, jealous. This has come up before. um, That Zeus had his own full daughter, Athena. And so she decided to have her own child through Parthenogenesis. Um, However, Hera is not as strong as Zeus. And although she was able to give birth to Hephaestus, he was born lame or had something something was going on with his foot mm-hmm. either a club foot or it was born deformed something like that um could he walk no he wasn't able to use his legs so sometimes you actually almost see him like on a wheelchair or on a chariot we often see him sitting it's so it's weird that, that. You would, but like i i really like that they involved a god who was not able to walk mm-hmm. that's great yeah and that's why you always, yeah, you often see him sitting when he's um, working on the, at making, you know, making whatever he's doing. Right, right. But he's he's also, like, he's all often portrayed, like, being super strong, too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's definitely very strong. But because of this, um, I guess, born deformity, I, I don't want to call it that, but because there was something with him, mm-hmm. Hera rejected him and threw him off of Mount Olympus. Oh no, so, poor Hephaestus. Yeah, so he he lived on Earth um, for a while, and yeah, it's I don't know, it's sad. But this also talks about I guess more the ideals of the Greeks and at that mm-hmm. time. And this is some this is not something unusual. They would do this with with children as well if they were born a certain they way. Very accepting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would kind of be cast aside. But the story of Hephaestus, like, obviously he came back. He came back. That is yeah. that is exactly it. So he did come back and he um, served as the blacksmith to the gods and made all of their weapons. Um, and that's why his attributes include the hammer, an anvil, um, a pair of tongs, that sort of thing. You always see him um, appearing in you know, his iconography with any one of mm-hmm. those. Um, he even made the armor of Achilles in a famous scene in the Iliad. 
Um, this is also where they show, and I think one of the coolest things about him is, and something that he made, which were these automatons made of metal that did work for him. So, like, ro- like actual robots. That's awesome. <laughs> which is so cool. So it's, like, one of the first ideas of robots. Yeah, and it's in the Iliad. So, you know, oh, You think about robots being, like, ago. science fiction and modern mm-hmm. ideas, but it's actually a very old concept. Very old. So it's almost like the Iliad's the first, like, sci-fi. <laughs> Iliad's the literature. first sci-fi literature. Uh, I like it. N- not Frankenstein. No Take that. No longer Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> you heard we're it here first. We're going right? to get a lot of angry comments now. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Um, so Hephaestus is also said to have made Hermes's winged helmet and sandals, Aphrodite's famous girdle, Agamemnon's staff, Helios's chariot, the shoulder of Pelops. So pretty much like, like anything, anything anything useful by the gods yeah. was probably made by Hephaestus. Exactly. Even their, their like thrones, their chairs that they sit, sat in on Mount Olympus, he made them all. So anything yeah, from a myth that you've heard of, he probably made. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of like the power of the gods was built by Hephaestus. Ooh. In a way. Kind of, yeah. Maybe. That's interesting. Mm. I mm. So, and hard work was definitely his salvation. And that's just it. Yeah. Like, none of that would have been possible without hard work and hard labor and that's definitely what he truly represents is Mm -hmm. that you need he had to work for what he had um to be accepted back on mount olympus you know he he did everything for the gods he put himself where he wanted to to be much like hermes did too but we'll talk about him probably in a few weeks yeah which will be fun yeah. Um, so a couple of cool myths. So he is supposedly um, the not supposedly he was the one who cracks um, Zeus's head open with an axe when he says, "Oh, I have this headache." So he pops him with an axe, and then out comes Athena. <laughs> Which so he was the midwife there. He was the, exactly <laughs> didn't even need a Lithuia. Actually, that's not true. You do see her in pottery, like in the background when that happens. Oh, so Lithuia was there. She was she there, was but there. he was, I guess, kind of yeah, acting as the midwife, which is kind of funny. Um, and this kind of disrupts the space-time continuum if you think about it too closely. Again, because. Hera had Hephaestus because Zeus had Athena, but in Athena's birth story, Hephaestus is there helping. So, yeah. What do gods care about time? Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever. Inconsistency it's within it's their stories. Fine. Yeah. So what happens when you're developing these stories over hundreds, possibly thousands of years. Things are going to change and not make sense. Yeah, and get a little bit mixed up. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Hephaestus, as we continue on, um, was married, interestingly enough, to Aphrodite. Oh. Yeah. The goddess of love and sex. Not and beauty. And beauty. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Hebe, Hebe is more the goddess of youthful beauty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's, she's just the goddess of love and sex. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Lucky Hephaestus. Lucky, exactly. Lucky guy. Um, however. How, how did that happen? Um, I'm going to guess he asked Zeus. Because <laughs> that's the proper kind of way to that's go about it. That's the way to it. go about and it. So he asked for father, permission. Ask, yep. Um, but kind of unsurprisingly, maybe, Aphrodite had an affair. 
at least one. Well, goddess of sex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the one I'll talk about today is uh, with Ares, the god of war. Okay. So that's why I think a lot of people actually thought that Ares and Aphrodite were a couple, but they were not. They just kind of had this affair thing, going on. This thing going on, and Hephaestus found out about this affair, and he decided to trap them in an unbreakable chain net that he made, and this, they say that the chain was so tightly woven that it was invisible. <laughs> Oh, neat. Sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, so he caught them in this net while they were in the act together. Oh, my. And he dragged them up to Mount Olympus to shame them in front of all the gods. Wow. Yep. They look what they're doing. Shame, shame, shame. You've been caught in the act. <laughs> mm-hmm, by the husband. Yeah. Wow. Literally in a net. Yeah. <laughs> Literally in a net. Here you go. I want my dowry back now. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Did they stay together? Um, that's a good question. Again, in some instances they do, in others they don't. Um, in the Iliad, I think it is. I'm just going to double check. I think he's actually not married to Aphrodite, but he is married to um, Charis, which is one of the graces. So there is inconsist- a lot of inconsistencies in his myth. Um and yeah, I think one of the, one of the things that I was reading is that he did ask Zeus for <laughs> almost like a divorce mm, yeah. from her. Be like, give me my money back. Did they have divorce in the time? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I didn't talk about it when we talked about the divorce card. I might talk about it a little later, but yeah, yeah, they definitely did. Um, if we think about oh, what's their names? Um, Medea and Jason. Jason divorced Medea. It's different than what we have today. They didn't have to go through all the the paperwork and legal proceedings. Basically, they just mm-hmm. had to declare that they were I'm divorced not, now. Yeah, and then done. that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, like I know in Roman times, they had to the husband had to pay back the dowry to either um, his now ex wife or to her her father when they divorced. So. Or give back, like, her property or whatever she had going into it. Okay. So, so it's like, okay, well, you don't get the money for the marriage anymore. You mm-hmm. have to give it back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of, like, one of the reasons to stay together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess, yeah, one reason would be, like, if they can't, if the woman can't produce any heirs, that was mm-hmm. a big one. Um yeah. For the most, like, it didn't happen super, super often. Or maybe it did. It's just, it's not written about too much, so we don't really know. We can't really tell the rate of divorce in ancient times. Oh. Okay. Oh, the blanket ancient times out there. Um, I just want to see if there's any other... I don't think there was any other myths about him that I wanted to bring up. He's pretty cool. I don't know. I like him. I think he's definitely an underrated god. He's not one of the 12 Olympiads, so I don't no think kidding. he's thought of as much. Um, yeah, what else? It's oh. kind of crazy considering he made everything that they use. Mm-hmm. He's one, yeah. Sometimes if they say there's like 13 gods, he'll be there, but mm-hmm. for the most part, no. Interesting, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, like when you're talking about about his hard work, one of the things I remembered uh, about this card is it can also talk about the value of work experience mm, as mm-hmm. well. So like um, this card could mean 
the value of work experience and and knowledge through doing as opposed to just theory true right yeah uh, especially if you're yeah if you're focusing a lot on the theory of things this card kind of says that there's no actual substitute for getting out there and getting your hands dirty getting your hands dirty and having some work experience yeah yeah that's why you know he would especially be um worshipped by like craftsmen and sculptors and anyone working with their hands and yeah i mean he's kind of similar to athena in that sense of the the craftsmen and and mm-hmm. skill in and again yeah working with the hands and even in the eight of pentacles the man's sitting down yeah as well i know that's why i really like, like that yeah definitely got that hephaestus vibe going on mm-hmm. with him yeah definitely but i don't know it's kind of funny as a little hammer but i guess he is chiseling like a, a detail a, yeah 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 Anyway, so uh, I guess that brings us to the end of this particular episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you, as always, so much for listening. We really, really do appreciate it. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, as always, you can join our Facebook group, We're Myth Tarot Love, or on Instagram at Myth Tarot Love. And do you have some parting words for us? I do. Then? They come from the American Tarot Association. And I liked this particular. Uh, assemblage of words mm-hmm. because I, it kind of has a, a rhyme to it. It has a bit of a ring to it. Um, so here goes. If a job is once begun, never leave until it's done. Be the labor great or small, do it well or not at all. Myth and tarot Where do the ideas talk about stories, cards, and pentacles, and all of the above.